0: Uh, prediction time. What do you think the Chiefs do on Thursday night? Putting you on the spot.
1: Okay. So we've got to officially predict.
0: How many times have you been asked this, by the way? <laughs> this is the Last first week. Oh, really? This is the
1: first one, yeah. Oh, it,
0: okay. You haven't done a ton of these yet?
1: No. Well, it's, okay. it's kind of been a, like, so far, it's mostly been, what would they do in this scenario? What would they do in that scenario? What do you want to see them do? But if I'm actually making... A prediction. This is tough because I think they're trading up. I really do. I do not think they're they're drafting at thirty first overall. But is it's that your gut or
0: is that people you've talked to?
1: It's just kind of a, a little bit of both, and then you listen to some of the stuff they've said. It just doesn't make sense. I don't feel like it makes sense to stay at thirty one with this draft class. Like you're not drafting for depth anymore. Last year, you had four rookies starting in the secondary in the Super Bowl. Four rookies. And you had a rookie at running back. And you had a rookie wide receiver who scored a touchdown. And you had a rookie starting at edge rusher. You don't need, and and, not, and all those guys are are were, were really good last year. But I don't know how many of those rookies you're building around in the future. Like, you know, you're building around Trent McDuffie. We think, you know, you're building around George Karloftis. We think Mm -hmm. same with Isaiah Pacheco, but like Jalen Watson and Joshua Williams, we don't know if they're going to start for this team for the future. Leo Chanel Skymore. We don't know any of that. Yeah. So I don't as great as last year's draft was, and you would take it in a heartbeat again. I do think the chiefs get a little like get a little dicey with it. You just won the Super Bowl and last time they won the Super Bowl. What they do they went out and drafted a running back in the first round. That was a risky pick. It didn't pay off, but when you win the Super Bowl, you are afforded certain luxuries. I think the Chiefs are going after a big swing, Kayla. I think they want a I don't think they want a guy who's just going to come in and kind of be a rotational piece and maybe he'll be a developmental player and like he can play a little bit in year 1 and then year 2 he plays a little bit more. I think they want a guy who they think can turn into a stud that they can build around. And the name that I keep coming back to is Miles Murphy out of Clemson. So this kid is an edge rusher. He is sort of the prototype, right? Like the, the stuff we talked about with what Spags wants in an edge rusher. He wants big physical can kind of do it all type guys. And Miles Murphy is that. And the only reason why he would be available to them, because this is a guy who's a five-star prospect coming out of high school. And out of high school, the thought was he goes to Clemson, he'll spend three years there, and he'll be a top five pick. Because he has all of the intangibles that you would want in an edge rusher. He is 6'5", he is 275. The issue with Miles Murphy and the reason why he might actually be around for the Chiefs in the 20s is because he didn't get much better in college. Like, you didn't see him take those next steps. And so people kind of wonder, okay, is he kind of maxed out? Was he just like ahead of his age when he was 18 years old? And then he started to get around other college athletes. And then you realize, okay, he maybe plateaued a little bit. He was just an early riser. And this is who he's going to be. I think the Chiefs are going to look at the physical traits and they're going to say, nope, we can get him to the next level. For whatever reason, he didn't get there in college. He showed glimmers of it. But we can get him to the next level. A month ago, Kayla, this guy was thought of as being a top 10 pick. Wow. Now all of a sudden there are thoughts that he could fall into the 20s and to the 25s. So I if I'm if I'm Brett Beach, you know he's watching tape on all these dudes. And I'm he's probably listening
0: looking, to this podcast.
1: Well, he is looking at mock drafts. He said that. <laughs> he said that. He's like, I, I read mock drafts.
0: We need to come back to my mock draft thought in a second.
1: These guys, they pay attention to what other what people are saying they they pay attention to what the insiders are saying because they know adam schefter and peter king and all these dudes todd mcshay they're like brett Veach knows those guys are talking to other teams and he wants to see like what are other teams kind of floating out there what what is what's the buzz and if you start to get a sense that like okay I keep feeling like this dude might fall into the twenties. Okay. Now he's in our zone. Now he's in the zone where we could realistically go and get him. I'm going to call my shot. The chiefs trade up to pick 23. Ooh, with the Minnesota Vikings. And they select edge rusher out of Clemson, miles Murphy. It's a bit of a risky one. I could I just, here first. well, I could say the easy thing I could say, Hey, they're going to sit there at 31 and they're going to take Felix and UDK Uzama, And I'd be very happy hey, that with that five idea. times fast, but I want to swing for the fences here because I think the Chiefs should be swinging for the fences and I think they can swing for the fences. So I'm going Miles Murphy.
0: Okay. I Watch like him, it. By the way.
1: He's going to, just because I did this, he's going to end up going like 12th overall and I'm going to look like such an idiot.
0: Well, you said he was supposed to be in the top 10. So that, I don't think that makes you look like an idiot.
1: Yeah, but if I'm like 10 picks off and the Chiefs like don't even like, and we find out the Chiefs were never even in on him, then I'm going to feel... I'm going to feel like a little bit of an idiot.
0: Here's my beef with mock drafts. I don't like getting worked up and wasting a lot of time and energy on something that may or may not happen, and that's literally all mock drafts are. I know yep. people make their living out of this, mad respect to them. But do any mock drafts actually come true? Have there been any that have been spot on? One. No,
1: so last year so there are websites that track the accuracy of mock drafts and last year the most accurate mock draft that they tracked it got 29 of the 32 players like in the in the first round but it only got 10 perfect matches like it only like correctly predicted 10 players to the team that actually drafted them 10 and that was the most so it's like baseball if you bat 300 you're going to be amongst like the most accurate mock drafters. Because once you get to like pick, like look at this year, for example, we know Bryce Young's going number one mm-hmm. to the Panthers. As of right now, 48 hours away from the draft, we don't know who the Texans are taking it to. So you may have Will Levis. I may have C.J. Stroud. Somebody else may have Will Anderson. Well, guess what? Then they're going to go out there and draft Tyree Wilson. And now all of our drafts are screwed up because you get it's a trickle effect. Yep. Exactly. So, um, it's really tough to do, but you know what? That is why people like doing them because if they were really easy to predict, nobody would click on the articles and not, you wouldn't have 10 million people doing mock drafts because they'd be like, this is easy. We all know what's going to happen, but instead nobody knows what's going to happen. And every single year people put out their mock drafts and they say, this is going to be the craziest year ever. It's the most unpredictable year ever." (laughs) That last year as well, but it's fun. I, I it's, it's like it's one of those things that, like, if you're trying to learn much by looking at mock drafts, you're going to be disappointed.
0: Yeah, that's why I'm like, I don't want to get invested in something that this could blow yeah, don't up get after the it's first pick.
1: Like, you know, it's just it's just fodder. It's all it is. It's something to click on and read and make you wonder about, but don't try to take don't try to read too much into the mocks. That's the key. Okay, I won't. <laughs> Good luck. I do
0: like Todd M- Todd McShay, and he has our K State friend coming to the Chiefs. So I think mm. that'll be my prediction. But that means we stay at 31. So we're both aligned defense. We don't think we're going offense first.
1: I don't. I just don't think there's I I just don't like this wide receiver class. Yep. Wait, wait until the second round. That's where you can get a you can still get a you know potential day one starter in round two or round three. So why waste a first round pick on it?
0: Fair. Agree. Nick, are we talking before the draft or no?
1: Uh well, we'll be talking on the NFL draft show, the That's Odyssey. True. Okay. Show.
0: What's your week look like? Give us the deets.
1: Uh, well, on Tuesday night, I'll be doing a live QA with Mitchell Schwartz and oh, fun. Mitch Taylor here in Kansas City. And we're doing a little um a little Is get Is he together. cooking for you? No, he's not. He's doing that later in the week. So we'll just be doing a QA. It's called Drafts and Drafts. And we'll be doing a Q and A, just talking about the draft, previewing the draft, telling stories. Uh, we'll be doing a little watch party with the station on Wednesday and Thursday, and just I'm going to be holding down the fort, anchoring all the coverage through uh, you know Thursday through Saturday, basically. So I'm about to lock in, Kayla. What a boss! Oh man, making I- things
0: I- run. Over it's gonna there. be a long
1: week, but it'll be, it'll be a fun one.
0: Well, I am so jealous. I wish I could go. I'm gonna have FOMO. I want to see all of the um, pics and vids on Twitter. You're not that really an Instagram guy, are you?
1: No, I'm really not. Okay, well. I'm an Instagram browser, not an Instagram okay. poster. <laughs> That's fair.
0: <laughs> um, but I'm I'm excited for you guys. This is going to be so big for Kansas City.
1: It's going to be, I mean, quite literally the biggest event in the history of the city. So I, I think it's going to be a really cool time for the city.
0: I'm pumped. Can't wait to watch it all go down. Um, and yeah, we'll be talking to each other on draft night and then recapping everything next week. Look out yeah. for that. All right, Nick, will you enjoy the draft? And,
1: Thank
0: you. um, and yes, we will talk to you all next week. Odyssey is doing something special for this year's NFL Draft. Brian Baldinger and Jason LaConfora are hosting the 2023 Odyssey Draft Show. Join them on the first night of the draft as they talk with local experts from Odyssey podcast across the country. We will be joining them to give instant reaction and analysis after the Chiefs pick. Leading up to the draft, check out Baldy's podcast in the huddle for his expert prospect breakdowns. The Draft Show starts Thursday, April 27th at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. Listen on the free Odyssey app and watch on the Odyssey YouTube page. He is Nick Schwartz. I'm Kayla Canaram. This is it's always game day in Kansas city. Have a good one. Best of luck to the chiefs in the draft. And we'll see y'all on the other side.